You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Gentlemen, you can flee the country, you can change your name. Hell, you can have David Hasselhoff hold a benefit concert to unite all the people with coronavirus. But nothing, nothing will save you from the watch list. Ah, oh, beautiful. I was thinking about David Hasselhoff because he is going to be, he is currently in the touring UK production of Dolly Parton's 9 to 5. Oh, really? Yeah. And I, I feel horrible because every time I think about him now, I just think about him eating cheeseburgers in his on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Because I'm like, well, how come it's not here in the U.S.? And then I'm like, oh, man, poor Dolly. First the tornadoes in Tennessee. And now they're probably going to cancel these shows because of Corona. <laughs> corona. <laughs> My Corona. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they canceled recently and I was supposed to go to this show. Um, in Seattle, which is, I believe, the fourth largest Comic-Con in the country um, because of Corona. Because for one thing, people traveling in, they were just giving them a hard time about that. And just people were dropping like flies. They were super paranoid about Corona. And here's my whole thing. It, it's, it's about at the rate of the flu pandemic. It does the same thing that pretty much the flu does. And it really affects people on very opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, maybe infants who don't have their immune system built up and really old people. And the death toll is somewhere around the same, but the media didn't hype up this pandemic about the flu as they do about coronavirus. Because there's not a vaccine. There's that. Um, and I get the Comic-Con wanting to shut down in an aspect because Comic-Cons are probably one of the biggest bacteria breeders. Oh, God. Since the beginning of time, people don't even bathe. People are touching everything and uh, the bathrooms are disgusting. They smell horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- like Casey said, people don't bathe. Um, You're in a really tight enclosed space next to each other and... A lot of people, when they are sick, still come and they just coughing in there. Yep. Then you're walking through it. Right. And what scares me is that people thought that, you know, oh, everybody wash your hands. You weren't washing them before, you nasty ass. Well, I, you know what? People keep posting about that, but I really don't think it's that. I think that people were washing their hands because I remember even before this started when I would go to places like the airport and I'd wash my hands. And I feel like I was washing my hands longer than most people. Oh, yeah. Like, people put water in their hands, put a tiny bit of soap on there, splash, splash, and it's done. I'm like, that's not really doing much. Right. Well, <laughs> you got to actually, like, they said you're supposed to sing happy birthday in your head. What? 
Yeah, Oprah said that. You sing happy birthday in your head because that's the amount of time it takes for the soap to actually do something and you be washing your hands with the soap. That must be about 20 seconds then because I heard – like when I go to occupational therapy, I have to wash my hands really good before I put my hand in that nice warming vat of sand. Yeah. Um, and it says – you know the. And it says it's a hospitals too. The proper amount of time suds up your hands for twenty seconds. You know, I didn't do it all the way up to the elbow. Like I'm not messing around. I would climb in that sink. <laughs> That's the massage therapist way that we do, right? Up to yeah. the elbow, just like any kind of medical field. And up think, to the elbow. Think about our line of work too. Like, I mean, I'm not really freaking out, but you know. Right. We're we're all up in people's business. There's a lot of people who come in and are like, sorry, I'm sick, but I'm still coming in for my appointment. Oh, I know. I hate that shit. I remember one time um, when I was working at the chiropractor that we actually had to have a meeting about it because people were coming and said, okay, so you have to give them a line of questioning then. Okay, have you seen a doctor? You know, is it allergy induced? You know, and then you have to make the judgment call. And if you need to bring in a doctor on that, you know, one of the chiropractors, then, you know, you do it. But nine times out of ten, who's going to be that person to go, I'm not working on you. You're sick. Right. You know. They have that person upset. Like, what do you mean? Nobody wants to it's hear that It's not contagious because everyone's going to say it's not contagious. Right. It's uh, – so I had a, a thing here. Oh, by the way, um, rest in peace, Max von Sydow. Uh, From The Exorcist? Yeah. Died at the age of 90. That was a pretty good run. I was really, you know, and as a kid, I always thought that he was old to begin with, but he was wearing old makeup, which was actually very good makeup um, mm-hmm. at the time. So I'm like, was he just born old? Was that the priest? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, that was the old priest. Um, which I believe uh, the guy who played Father Karras is still alive, maybe. Um, hmm. I'm trying to find an article that talked about, um, come on, come on, come on. It was what a prison was doing about, let's see, criminals cash in, um, was doing, uh, in wake of the coronavirus. I hit it on my phone. Hang on. Sorry. Um, what the president is doing? No, what the what this prison is doing. Oh, prison. Which, By the way, I, while you're looking for that, I just have to say that I was laughing before I came here because I saw an article saying how the president, uh, Donald Trump, has been saying that so many doctors have been telling him that he knows so much about the coronavirus. How does he know so much? Hmm. <laughs> like what? Do they do they want us to open a case file about him in a conspiracy? I want conspiracy spread about me. You're like what? Nobody's talking about me. Gosh. I know so much about the coronavirus. Doctors are telling me. How do you know so much? Gosh, where is it? Of course, it went away. See, that's a conspiracy. <laughs> it was about prisoners digging graves. Good lord. Where is it? Uh, you know what? Um, while I'm looking for it, I'm going to have you go ahead and come to the table with what you wanted to talk about today. Um, so tonight is a big night because um, we actually have at 11 p.m. Well, we're in Easter time, right? So yep. 
Um, what time is it? Um, Pacific time. Um, what are they, two hours before us? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Let me bring up. We're all like trying to find our stuff tonight. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so tonight there is the. My Cor- truth. The rape of two Corys. Ah! Did you spell something? Nope. I didn't. Corey Feldman. Um, okay. I thought you lost something. Nope. Just my mind. <laughs> so. Corey has been talking about for the last couple of weeks how he is going to talk about the pedophiles in Hollywood. What that entails, we don't know yet because here Eastern Time, 11 p.m. tonight, tonight, which I know when this gets recorded, it'll already be done. But for those listening live right now, if you want to pay $20, not not our fee, his fee, um, what's the website? MyTruthDoc.com. MyTruthDoc.com. Um, Casey said it's $20 that you can pay to watch him air his truth. Um, and how him uh, and his brother were raped. And there's a 911 call that was recorded and everything. So this is going to be real interesting. Now, they did say in the beginning that it was only going to air one time. But now it looks like he has an encore presentation tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern. I don't trust that. Uh, that's weird. You yeah, might want to watch it now before there's some, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> some mixes in there. Right. <laughs> so I saw someone. Um, so there's been a couple of people sharing the link to it, um, which you can watch, like I said, for $20. And like Casey said, that he is not saving it. So uh, or at least in the, in the beginning, he said he wasn't saving it. Um, so it was either you watch it tonight or you don't watch it at all. I'm sure um, he's scared as hell, too. And people were giving him guff, like, oh, he's been saying this for years and never dropping any names. Well, well bitch, you'd be scared, too. Well, so I saw someone share the link earlier, and another person, eh, I can't talk today, another person commented and said, I see a suicide coming. Yeah, a lot of people did. The, the first like, comment I saw was, R.E.P. <laughs> suicide, like, not really suicide. Um, Hollywood suicide. Right. Hell, I was even having a problem getting to purchase the ticket, which I have to purchase it on our break. Um, Well, now that we have the laptop, we can just use this. I'd rather use this than my phone. Uh, But yeah, mytruthdoc.com, the rape of two Corys. What was giving you a problem? Um, It kept saying um, something like error. Um, Let me see if I can. (laughs) The government's trying to shut it down. Oh, I know. I know. Someone's trying to shut him down right now. <gasps> what? Sorry, that didn't work. Please try again later. That's what I keep getting. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yep. It won't even take me to the movie trailer, Holly. What's going on? I wonder if we can find his uh, social media accounts or something. He's got to have something. Oh, his Twitter's always blowing up. Let me check it. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I was wondering if there was going to be some problems, but I thought that they'd at least let him talk. Well, so the Harvey, Weinst- Harvey Weinstein uh, memes have already started. Harvey Weinstein didn't kill himself because he's going to jail, and you know he's going to probably try to take down some people with him. Mm. Probably. This is just – they're not going to get away Even with Even if – like, 
I could see if to lessen his sentence or something like that. That's what they usually do. Right. Here, don't don't throw me in there forever. Uh, I'm gonna take so and so down with me too. Right. Mm-hmm. Now my Twitter password isn't working. <laughs> if you want, I can look no, it up. I, on I, my got phone it. Too. I got it. I got it. Um. Okay. So yeah, Corey Feldman. Um. And yeah, he's he's been saying this stuff for years, and it, it, this was before the Weinstein thing. And finally, he's just like, you know what? I'm a, oh look, he was on Wendy Williams talking about it. Oh, jeez, oh, she's probably gonna get killed too. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um. Well, she was the first one. Like, say people can say what they want about Wendy Williams, but she was the first one to actually listen to the victim story when it came to R. Kelly. You know, she was the first one in the media who stood up against him, and people like slammed her for it. Uh, how, my truth is exactly when we can date. Don't miss it because it needs your attention now. I don't see anybody. Let's see. While you're looking that up, by the way, Wendy Williams people were dogging on her because this was pretty harsh of her. Like I know she's usually out there; she's usually speaking the truth, but this was harsh. Um, I don't know if you heard this or not, but. Um, what's his name? Uh, shoot, shoot, shoot. What is his name? Joaquin Phoenix? No. Oh, because um, you made fun of Drew Carey. What? Drew Carey, his ex fiance died because she was, she had dated, dated this guy in the past who she had a restraining order on. The restraining order, um, expired. She was going to get another restraining, restraining order. He, the guy came to her house, forced himself in and killed her. Um, Drew Carey was mourning her death, saying, you know, how tragic it was. And then Wendy Williams made a joke out of it. What? Saying something about her falling off the ledge and some made some kind of joke about it. I'm trying to remember exactly how it went. Because she fell off the ledge. Like, the guy pushed her pretty much off her own ledge in her apartment. What? The, she has no right to be and commenting she on it in the first literally place. Literally within the first couple of days of her death making a joke on her show and everybody pretty much gasped and didn't even laugh or anything and it was like what awkward moment and that was pretty rude (laughs) oh yeah she has no no business commenting on it at all first of all that was um a stalker ex-lover stalker tragic event right someone that this poor woman didn't do anything to deserve that. Man, she... So, Rose- this documentary, by the way, I see it right here. Rosanna Arquette um, commented, and uh, she endorses this uh, documentary, as does uh, Rose McGowan. Um, so, they've got some backing, definitely. Um, and so far, it's it's all a lot of uh, positive things. You know, you're very brave, you know, expose them all, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, I didn't, I don't see anything on here um, about anybody having any problems. Let me try it again. Because it would just be the way, right? I had all this time to purchase this damn ticket. <laughs> you know, me and electronic stuff lately is not going well, so. <laughs> right, okay, here we are. Bye now. Okay, purchase. 
All right. So I'm going to do all that. I, I finally got it up, so I'll do all that on our break. But, uh, but yeah, geez Louise. So uh, that's another thing, too, is that there's been so many conspiracies already you know, surrounding coronavirus. Well, my first thought was, of course, biowarfare. Um, but then it hit me that there's a lot of Epstein's buddies getting busted right now by the CIA. And suddenly, out of nowhere, the Disney CEO steps down. And I'm like, are they just trying to desperately take the spotlight off that? Is that why they are upping? But like you said, there's not a vaccine. So that could be why the media is hyping it up. But could that be trying to drown out that noise? Because what, what this is doing is it's going to weaken the global economy. So you're going to see a huge political shift. If people can't leave their homes and spend money... You know, and it's it's already affecting us. I mean, there's Comic Cons being canceled left and right. They canceled uh, London Comic Con too. There's three cons in a row that they canceled uh, on SourcePoint, um, the company that I do work for. And of course, the airlines are giving back tickets, so we are in the hole. So didn't didn't one person die in Seattle? That I'm not sure. Uh, two people died in Florida. Both were in their seventies. One already had a um, underlying. Health condition, but they're both, you know, elderly. Um, I thought someone died in Seattle, but I could be wrong. And I thought there was another place. I'm trying to remember. Was it California or no? I can't remember now. But yeah, there's been a couple of deaths. Um, none in Michigan yet. Uh, right, knock on wood. Seriously. And there's been a lot of quarantine. It's a lot th- on the coast, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, I would not go on a cruise ship. I would fly, but I wouldn't go on a cruise ship. Well, James's uh, mom was supposed to go on a cruise, and she's trying to get her money back for the tickets because she was supposed to go out on an uh, Easter weekend. Hmm. And they didn't cancel the cruise, but she's like, I don't want to be on that cruise. Right. Someone gets corona, and it's going to be a bad time for everybody. And now, what did we say? 16 million people were quarantined in Italy? Um, so they just announced not too long ago that the the um, that Italy is pretty much shut down as far as they said. I think the bars and the restaurants, I think I think that's what it said, was they're supposed to close at 6 p.m. They can't stay open late. Um, people cannot be in, in the public areas where there's a lot of like, um, mingling. They have to more stay indoors. Well, ever since the Black Death, I mean, they've, Italy has been real hardcore about the way they treat, uh, viruses and illnesses. Um, according to The Guardian, um, six, uh, leaked coronavirus plan to quarantine 16 million sparks chaos in Italy. Um, thousands try to flee south after decree to t- confine people until uh, April 3rd was revealed. Uh, Italy experienced its highest day-to-day rise in deaths from coronavirus on Sunday and was plunged into chaos after details of a plan to quarantine more than 16 million people were leaked to the press, sending thousands into panic as they tried to flee. The whole the whole of Lombardy included the financial capital of Milan, and 14 provinces across the worst-affected northern regions have been shut down until April 3rd as Italy grapples to contain the spread of the virus as deaths rose from 233 to 366, a rise more than 50% in 24 hours. Yeah, that's pretty bad. With the total number of cases so far um, at 7,375, 
Thousands crowded train stations or jumped into their cars after a draft co- decree banning people from leaving or uh, entering the region was revealed uh, on Saturday afternoon. Um, in Italy's south, dozens of police officers and medics were wearing masks and hazmat suits, uh, waited in uh, Sal- Salerno, Campina. <laughs> I sound like Beavis trying to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, for passengers who had boarded overnight trains from Lombardy as fears mount over the virus's uh, potential spread. What happened with the news leak has caused so many people to try to escape, causing the opposite effect of what the decree was trying to achieve. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's insane. It's insane. Get off at the first train station. Don't take planes to Bari or Brindisi. Um, go back to the car. Get off the bus at the next bus stop. Jeez Louise. So, yeah. I mean, the idea that people could be under house arrest, I mean, that freaks a lot of people out. You're taking away their freedom. I mean, I get it. Why? But And they're saying um, a lot of people should take uh, leave. Um, take time off in Italy. Yeah, no from one's their gonna, duties. No one's going to get paid for it, right? That's and saying this is scary. I know here they're saying like companies like Purell and toilet paper is all just going flying off the shelves, right? People are saying make your own at home, not your own toilet paper, but your own uh, hand sanitizer. Now a lot of people are. I'm spitting all over the place. A lot of people are <laughs> are uh, saying, "Well, why um, is toilet paper flying off the shelves, and why are what we stocking up?" I think that's really in case you get quarantined, right? Yeah, because you're supposed to be quarantined for thirty days. Right, and I'm not gonna lie. Part of me was like, "Should I run and get some canned goods?" But then. Do you think that the grocery delivery industry is going to boom? Are people still going to be working that? If they do, you they'd only make they'd make sure that you pay for it with credit card and they leave the stuff on your porch and they probably wouldn't even have any interaction <laughs> with you. Don't even look at me. <laughs> well, I mean, if everyone's being quarantined, they're not going to like want to have interaction with you where you're actually going to be like, "Here's your groceries." Right. They'd be like, we're going to leave him on the front porch and uh, he's going to wear a hazmat suit, <laughs> you know? Kelly said, why don't we just like all have coronavirus parties just get over with, like chicken fox parties back in the day. I mean, if we're all going to get it, you know, why don't we just get it over with? I mean, well, we'll survive. I think the fear is it um, maybe it mutating even more. Right. Well, the flu certainly did because, I mean, the if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, that the um, the flu shot does not protect against influenza A, which I think is the most common type, which I got. And they were like, "Oh, you didn't get your flu shot." I'm like, "Well, it doesn't protect against that." I can't remember which it uh, protects against, but um, yeah, there's a lot of people who say that they got their flu shot and they still got the flu. So yeah, it's like it's like rolling the dice. People, wash your hands and take care of yourselves. Take some vitamins. Don't <laughs> be dumb. Immune system. Right. You know? I mean, yeah, I'd be more worried if I had a really bad immune system because there are people out there who have bad immune systems because of health conditions. Right, like chemotherapy. Right. I worry about my mom. Yeah. You know? So 
Thank God she barely even leaves the house. So, um, and I know someone who actually got really sick recently, not with, um, not with Corona, but uh, with something else. She went into the hospital because she was so sick, and they said they kept her for only a couple of days. And they're like, "We could keep you longer. You need you really. We could keep you longer because you you know you need to be kept here longer, but." This place is filled with so many germs. Just go home and, like, they told her pretty much what to do. Yeah. It's like, you might get something else while you're here, so just right. go home. You're too susceptible. And, uh, yeah, and chemo will mess you up. And we've got cancer so rampant in this country. Like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of seeing all sides of it. I just worry about the global economy and what it's going to do in terms of the political shift because this is just out of hand. It's wild. Well, people are like... Um, I thought this was the year we were supposed to be taking over, <laughs> right? You know, like I'm selling all these books, and yeah, you know, it's like, well, Comic Cons are getting canceled. It's like, what do we do? Shit, I just went to the office today to talk to my old office manager. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I can't afford to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's a weird. With everybody went into this year, I feel like with really positive energy everybody was like you know what 2020 it's the year it's the year it's my big year everybody has been having the most shit time from losing like their their children to their pets you know like rest in peace kaiser you know it's it's i've seen it everywhere yeah why um yeah i feel like 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 casey said i lost my dog so um not too long ago, but um, besides that, I've seen a lot of people say that they lost somebody or they're just going through a really rough time. Um, I'm hoping that since it's the beginning of the year, that maybe it's one of those things where we have to go through the bad and then we filter that out and then we, we rise up from there the rest of the year. If you're going but, through hell, keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, get it out of the way, the things that needed to um, happen for whatever purposes, and then um, continue on. But it's hard to say. Uh, right now it's looking pretty not good. Yeah, it's looking and, pretty bleak. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's hard because right now we're all so scared, too. Um, I know people keep going. Well, the flu and the flu has killed so many each each year and nobody should be worried. But someone else pointed out, well, even like 200 people or whatever dying, don't you care? Those could be, you know, your family members. You know, those are someone's family members. Right. And I get, I get that too. Um, Even if they're elderly or they're little kids, it's like those are someone's family. Right. Oh, and I just so, I just pulled this up. Six dead in Italy uh, as prisoners riot over coronavirus emergency lockdowns. Mm. Holy shit. So according to the New York Post, prisoners across Italy are rioting after the government issued emergency coronavirus countermeasures barring jail visits with six people dying amid the uh, chaos in one facility in the northern part of the country, according to new reports. Riots broke out in almost dozen and almost a dozen Italian prisons Sunday, including one in Foggia, where inmates climbed onto a roof in an escaped attempt, but were thwarted by armed police surrounding the building. And in Modena, about 60 inmates 
uh, irate over a new measure that banned family and friends from visiting due to the newly enacted lockdown set a prison on fire in an attempt to escape Sunday. How come they weren't doing this before if they really wanted to escape? <laughs> Army troops and officers with the uh, Carabronini military police uh, responded in force and prevented nearly 500 prisoners from escaping, according to reports. Oh, this is some scary shit. But some inmates stormed the prison's infirmary and managed to snatch some methadone and other drugs, the source told an Italian outlet. Uh, let's see. At least two of the inmates have died from overdoses, the mirror reported. Two prison officers were also injured, according to the report. Uh, meanwhile, relatives of the inmates were also protesting outside the facility. Um, authorities eventually restored order and the inmates returned to their cells, but the investigation is ongoing. The uprisings occurred after the Italian premier, uh, Gus- Gusimi, I'm forgive me for mispronouncing things, announced a sweeping quarantine in the northern region of Lombardy and 14 nearby provinces affecting, of course, 16 million people. Um, good Lord. Oh, yeah, they're showing uh, photos, too, of uh, family members outside being held back by military police. Can you see that? Uh, what does she have on her eyes? Uh, She's just got sunglasses. Oh. Oh, my God. It's the fire they started. <laughs> like, jeez. Oh, jeez. That's the thing, too, is that when you have a major occurrence such as that and the country. Like we were talking about before, um, even not this, but we were talking about things that the world cannot handle like say if there was aliens or whatever it might be how the world yeah just people go crazy and now look we're talking about a virus a virus that potentially could be very very deadly but right now i mean yeah it's, it's scary but it's not at the rate like like the flu or yeah it's not the black death right so but look at people are starting to go crazy and it's just we got the little tiny tip of the iceberg it's just like a little tiny bit just that we're, we're yeah yep and uh people are bitching about uh toilet paper being on the shelves and uh um purell and look at italy i mean people are causing riots so this is my favorite place to go when i want to know what people are really talking about in uh in terms of conspiracies is reddit so let's see, coronavirus on Reddit. Oh, Lord, that's a virus in and of itself. Oh, my God, let's see. Coronavirus. Coronavirus memes. There's a whole thread on that. Oh I'm God. almost more scared of the hysteria of people than I am about the virus. Right. Like, people are actually probably worse than the, the thing itself. I mean, We'd take down our own people if we thought we were like, it's like, Right. It's like you're pulling the fire um fire alarm, alarm mm-hmm. and people are just like everybody for themselves. Right. That's pretty much Tr- what it is. Like stampeding over people. And you don't even know if there's a real fire. Uh, Canada just had a coronavirus death. What part of Canada? Oh, let's see. Oh, you know what's interesting enough is they did like the whole coronavirus thing started amidst of course this has been going on for a long time, the Hong Kong protests. I mean, you just had a straight stay out of Hong Kong because it was getting so violent. And then suddenly, boom, everybody run. Here comes the virus. 
Uh, let's see. Global news. I'm going to share that um, the rape of the two Corys on the watch list page. Please do. 20 bucks. That's not, that's not out to pay for the truth, you know? Uh, he's funding it himself. I told Jeremy that it was $20 to watch it, and he goes, what a dick. Shut <laughs> up, said, dude. He goes, he goes, like, he doesn't have enough money already? <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I get what he's saying. Like, why would you charge people for it? But at the same time, maybe the sh- the site might go down if there's too many people downloading it at once. Right. It I like don't know. It was in Vancouver. Uh, as as you know, in uh, Metro Detroit, we are on the uh, we're pretty much South Windsor at this point in terms of Canada. Uh, oh, and and pets can get it too. By the way, pets can get the coronavirus. There's a vaccine for it, but it's a different strain. I don't know if they can actually get. There was um, an article saying that there was two dogs. I believe I can't remember exactly where they were at. But they had done swabs around their nostrils, I think it was, and they had tested positive for, for corona. But they don't know if it's because of something in the air, but not exactly them being testing positive for the human one. Right. Because of right now, as far as I know, animals cannot get the human one, the strain that we're talking about at this moment. They There's been the coronavirus for or the corona yeah the corona um for dogs for a long time but we've had a vaccine for it that's been given for quite a while mm. Mm. But, but like i said that's a totally different strain uh you know it's funny is that I also heard that there's theories that, you know, it's because uh, it's like a new mad cow because China's um, regulations on meat are so poor and the way they treat their animals that they're feeding them in cannibalistic style. So, and now we're all getting a virus. I heard that too. Mm-hmm. Um Gosh, I've heard about a million things. Yeah, and Reddit is letting me down, man. <laughs> oh, oh, here, oh, here's something. Okay, so you already, you probably already had coronavirus. Um, this was raging for months before we even really knew what it was. That weird cold you got last month or two with fever, chest congestion, coughing, and but no runny nose. Yeah, that was probably coronavirus. This is nothing more. This is. This is the most nothing happening in a long history of nothing ever happening. Forever, uh, every case that someone goes to the hospital or actually gets tested, um, there have probably 500 to 600 who got sick and over it in a day. This is 100% manufactured by the media. The most important question is why, but none of you idiots seem to be able to ask that question on your way to buy all the toilet paper at your big box store. Uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, it came here in December and January and has been circulating for months. If you had a bad cold, then you probably had it already. Um, a lot of people feel like the same way. This is this is a Reddit thread. This is not a journalist. This is all just hearsay. Um, 
It's not the virus that has me worried. It's the mandatory vaccine, someone says. That and the market crashing and the lack of hospital beds. Uh, you'll probably be able to buy real estate for super cheap, get an apartment building or uh, a two or three bedroom flat, and then ride out the storm for recovery, and then you're good. <laughs> and 80% of the population doesn't even have 1000 in the bank. What makes you think they could pull this off? Interesting. But that, that's the thing. When If they have a, a vaccine that comes out, is it mandatory? Right. I mean, right now, the vaccines that they have are not mandatory unless you're working in a hospital setting or a medical setting. Right. So I don't know if it would be forced. I don't think so. But who knows? Um, And how would they force everyone? Right. And Would they go home now? It's airborne. You know, really. I mean. Yeah. Most viruses, you're like, um, go home and rest and stay away from people. (laughs) Right. Right. But, I mean, that's the thing. It's like we rely on the global economy, and that's what kills me. Is like, okay, you're not going to go out and spend money. We're all going to suffer. Right. Uh, there, like, I'm – it's not that I don't take this seriously. I absolutely do. It's a pandemic. It is not funny. But this is just – I was watching a video of – um. I think it was is that is it called Wuhan, China? Yeah, where they had the big outbreak. And um, this was a video about a man taking care of his wife who was diagnosed with it, but he was not diagnosed with it. So he um, show, showed his daily life of how he was taking care of his wife. She was stuck in one room in the bedroom. Um, she was laying in the, their bed, and he every time he went to go take care of her, he pretty much put on like a hazmat suit and uh, would go in the room give her like food, spray everything down on the counters and mm. keep sanitizing the areas. Um, and I felt bad cause she started crying at one point and Aww. it's like, you can't do anything. You can't leave. And right. she couldn't leave that bedroom cause you know, she didn't want to affect the rest of the house and have him sick. So when he would leave the room, he would take off, you know, the stuff. And then he showed him going to the supermarket. He always wears a mask. And then when he brings back his groceries, he sprays them down with like the bags and himself with a like a hospital grade spray all over when he's entering, re-entering because he doesn't want to bring any stuff from outside into the house too. Right. Uh, yeah, it's just heartbreaking. Um, but it also showed how much you know he loves his wife and yeah, th- that poor woman. Good lord. Good lord. But most of the symptoms, it seems like, are, yeah, typical, almost like cold symptoms, really bad cough, fever. She was talking about how she had a fever um, for a couple of days, and then the one day she didn't have a fever. Um, and I asked someone how you would be able to test for it, and they said they weren't sure. But I'm curious how hospitals test for that, because I still haven't figured that out. Right. How can you tell the difference between that and the uh, like pneumonia? Let's say. Uh, well, uh, was it a blood test? Pneumonia you can tell with an X-ray. Um, coronavirus testing. Yeah, there is there is lab tests for it. Um, is it blood? I'm sure it probably wouldn't be urine. I mean. Between the flu, pandemic, SARS, what was another one everybody was freaking out about not too long ago? 
Ebola. Ebola, yeah. Where the hell did that go? <laughs> right. You know? I don't remember it being like this, where and people it, are freaking out about it right, this bad. Right, Ebola is like 10 times worse. So coronavirus testing, uh, testing uh, looks for signs of the coronavirus infections in nasal secretions, blood, or other bodily fluids. Coronaviruses are types of viruses that infect the respiratory system. They are found in both animals and people. Coronavirus infections in people are common throughout the world. They don't usually uh, cause serious illness. Um, three of these new coronaviruses have been discovered in recent years. So SARS is uh, a branch of coronavirus. Um, which is severe acute respiratory syndrome, uh, MERS, which is Middle East respiratory uh, syndrome, and of course coronavirus disease 2019, which they call COVID-19. Um, fever, cough, shortness of breath, sore throat, headache. How the fuck would you know unless you just went in? You know, like they. So I came home from uh, C2E2. With a very bad sinus infection, um, my ears hurt. I had fluid buildup in the ears, and I even woke up with pink eye because, of course, like, like you know, you get bacteria on your pillow, you roll on it. So I was all kinds of, like, middle school science experiment. I was gnarly. <laughs> and I am one who I just do not like going to the doctor. But at the same time, of course, I thought about coronavirus because everybody at C2E2 was freaking out about it. They, I have never heard the phrase... No offense so much in one weekend that I heard that because nobody wanted to shake hands. Nobody wanted to hug. Um, and then I'm like, oh, God. But I went in because of the pink eye. I was not going to go with some gnarly eyes, okay? And uh, it was it was pretty much the same. I mean, I didn't have any cough. Um, I had a sore throat and I had a headache. Uh, no fever, but. You know, of course, you know, I, I can say all I want. Like, oh, you're freaking out about nothing. The moment I have these symptoms, I'm going to be at the doctor. I'm be like, oh, hell no. You're not going to put me in a body bag. The thing is, yeah. They I mean, showed a video in China. This dude, like, China's not fucking around. Like, this 70-year-old man was still twitching. They zipped up the body bag and threw him on a fire. He wasn't fully dead? No. I said, fuck that shit. <laughs> Jeez. I thought they had at least pronounced them dead. Oh, they did. <laughs> dead to us. Right. Be gone. Oh, jeez. We will declare you dead. Don't worry about that. Scary. Scary. You know. Uh, I, I, I feel I feel for them like uh, I was saying because watching that video was heartbreaking. and um, Yeah, that's so sad. I'm still upset that that one guy went on um, the cruise ship knowing that he was. Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. Um, knowing that he was test that he had tested positive for coronavirus and then exposing um, himself with the virus to everyone on that ship. And then those poor people who were going for vacation then had to be quarantined on the cruise ship. And a lot of t- them ended up testing positive for coronavirus. Because one man got on there that tested positive, that oh, yeah. knew he tested positive. He was the monkey with AIDS. Like, how can you, you know, how can your conscience go on a cruise ship knowing that you tested positive and knowing that you could affect people and then possibly die from that? Right. That's so selfish. But people are like that. They just like, you know, I paid a lot for this cruise. I'll or get like, over it. if I'm going to die, I'm going to go on this cruise for one last time. I'm taking time. y'all down. Right. Me. Like, huh? 
You know how it sucks. You obviously have it, and you know how much it sucks to have it. Yeah, it just is wild to me that all this is happening when we're during political campaign season, too. And there's just a lot going on. So we're going to weaken the global economy going into this. It's just it's a one unfortunate event after the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, good Lord. Um, but like you said, mass hysteria. Look at those prisons in Italy. Yeah. I mean, good Lord. Which still cracks me up because I'm like, man, if you guys really wanted to escape before, why didn't you just <laughs> freak out before this? Uh, man. Uh, so the threat fuels demand for herbal remedies. Um, so my my dad, of course, shoot. Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot about the alpha. <laughs> I, think, I think I have it in my car. Um, so my, my dad is a, sort of a shaman, I guess. Um, <laughs> but he had... Uh, given me some supplements to try to put your brain in alpha state for meditation. If that tells you anything at all, I think that tells you everything you need to know. And I, I, I did bring some for Ollie uh, to try out. But so what we do in order to help, like I should have been keeping up with it. That's why I got sick at C2E2 was um, you take, uh, now I'm not a doctor. Do not try this under my advisement this is something i do personally food grade uh, peroxide you take two drops in a dropper put it in water dilute it and drink it it's supposedly supposed to eradicate um viruses in you so i mean and, and if you know i will i'll take chicken bones being shook over me if i knew that maybe it would help <laughs> okay why not you know go right. ahead you know placebo effect or not i don't know right but... who cares if it's placebo <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, U.S. coronavirus threat uh, fuels demand for traditional herbal remedies, according to uh, NewsTrust.org. Uh, New York City acupuncturist and herbalist uh, Clayton Shai uh, says demand for traditional Chinese remedies has surged at its practice since March 1st, the day New York announced its first case of novel coronavirus. Uh, it was like a light switch was flipped. Um, she had stocked up on an ample supply of herbs. Uh, on hand for his patients. Uh, Cuomo Meridian Herbs, a shop in the heart of New York's Chinatown and longtime supplier to practitioners like Xu, has experienced a similar jump in the demand for traditional Chinese remedies and respiratory, for respiratories and other elements. To counter the outbreak in China, which has reportedly 81,000 cases, the government initiated a series of emergency research programs that included traditional Chinese medicines, which are widely used in the world's most populous nation. Last year, the World Health Organization formally recognized traditional medicine, uh, medical therapies such as acupuncture and herbal supplementation medicine, conferring more mainstream recognition of the practices, which date back more than 2,500 years. Um, at Cuomo, prescription orders for herb formulas used to treat flu-like symptoms and boost the immune system also doubled since late February as confirmed cases of coronavirus started spreading across the United States. On a recent afternoon, the store was bustling with activity as the delicate scent of me- medicinal herbs wafted through the air against the backdrop of the imposing um, uh, cabinet work- workers looked uh, loaded herbs onto old-fashioned weighing scales and customers placed order for formulas that included honeysuckle, cinnamon, twig, peony root, and other substances. Um, to date, there is no vaccine and no specific antiviral medicine to treat coronavirus. Um, 
But, you know, they are having not only in herbal medicine, but in modern medicine, this has caused a shortage of uh, medical masks for hospital workers, gloves, you know, Purell, everything. So the people that were supposed to be helping treat the virus, you know, all these pan- manic pandemic people are buying all this shit up. It's like, well, eh. and come the, on, folks. the regular masks don't work. No. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, like the lady that I was talking about that's in China, the, the guy was taking care of his wife. She was actually a nurse there. That's how she got it. Oh taking care of people in the hospital. Great. Um, someone Great. actually just posted coronavirus myths and facts. All right. Myth number one, corona is the most dangerous virus that exists. Fact, the common flu kills 60 times more people annually than corona, like we were just talking about. Myth, I will die if I am diagnosed with the coronavirus. Fact, only 2% of cases have reported deaths, and most of these deaths were associated with weaker immune systems. Example, old age. Myth, I need to buy a hazmat suit and an N95 mask to stay protected. Fact, washing hands and sneezing into elbows is the best practice. Myth, we all need to panic and blame China for this emergency. I should also make insensitive jokes about international students. Fact, the panic and hysteria that's happening is fueled by racism and xenophobia, not evidence or practicality. Nothing justifies being rude to others. Myth, I should believe everything I read online about coronavirus because it is all factually checked and written by or without any bias fact misinformation and racism is more dangerous than any virus check your references and look for evidence not ideology true yeah that's part of like the people getting um worked up and going into hysteria is people who jump on things without thinking Without researching, combined with other people who are putting things out there that are not the truth, mm-hmm. and then poof. yep, the masses are asses, as they say. That's a whole lot of misinformation floating around out there. Right. Um, I'm surprised there's not more. Well, you know, we I talked to James before this. And he said, this reminds me of, you know, almost on the level of, because I it did mention, I'm surprised that there's not more of the, the end is near people, you know, the apocalypse people that are like, oh, it's the end of days, you know, coming out. But it is on the level of panic that, you know, the 2012 people, put into play and also the Harold Camping people when he said that the world was going to end. And those people liquidated their assets. Why? I have no idea. Because <laughs> that doesn't make any sense either. Because if, if none of this matters and the world's going to end, why? So people did that anyway. I don't know if they were trying to prove themselves to God or what. And then now they're standing there uh, acting a fool. Uh, James Fernandez just chimed in. Uh, we are on. Um, which uh, I'm sure we'll probably go to a break in just a few minutes because I need to order these uh, tickets. 
or to get because we're both going to watch. We were staying here late after the research. To, yes, for research. <laughs> like I'm like I got to watch this with Holly. Like this is like right after the podcast at 11 p.m. Eastern. Mytruthdoc.com. How long is this supposed to go for? I'm sure it's probably like an hour. Oh, if I, if my phone would hold that much information, I would record it on my phone. But oh, I know that's the thing. I'm like, can we record this? Like, we're not gonna be able to buy this on DVD or anything. This is the last time we'll see Corey Feldman alive. Mm. This sucks, man. Mm. Like I, oh man. Anyway, so, uh, and I'm producing our show tonight, by the way. So, uh, DJ Casey, yes, ma'am. So yeah, uh, I'm like uh, Mark Tuck. Okay. All right. So we are going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about uh, Corey Feldman and delve a little deeper into this. Uh, the real panic should be setting in about the virus that's been spreading for decades and decades and decades, which is child pedophilia. Well, more on that when we return. All right, and we're back. <laughs> Sorry. Because, like, Holly, I told her that we have about 10 seconds, and she's like, I got to finish this last chip. <laughs> oh, man. I was hungry. <laughs> I was hungry. <laughs> I was hungry. I'm like, I have no more songs to play. Oh, man. So, yeah. I'm out of your music. What? Well, I'm out of music. Oh, I'm like, what did you just say? Well, I thought that was code. I'm like, what are you saying? What are you trying to say? Oh, yeah, so tonight I, I just purchased my tickets for mytruthdoc.com, uh, for, which is funny because in my email it says, Hi, Casey Pierce. Thank you for your recent purchase. We hope you enjoy it. My Truth, the Rape of Two Corys. Jeez. <laughs> So we are going to be watching that tonight. Enjoy your trip. You're right. <laughs> 11 o'clock. Um, gosh. And like we were saying before, like when people had posted this on Facebook about his uh, documentary that was only supposed to air once. And now it's got an encore presentation tomorrow at 12 p.m. I don't trust it because I think it's going to get shut down somehow for completing false information or some shit. You know, and I don't trust the media to paraphrase what he said. So um, just to get everybody up to speed, I'm sure everybody knows this already, but according to the New York Post, Corey Feldman says pedophilia is Hollywood's biggest problem, not Me Too, which I think it falls into the same thing. Corey Feldman wants the world to know pedophilia is Hollywood's biggest problem. In an interview with The Guardian, the 80s icon claimed claims his long-awaited documentary will expose a child sex ring in which he and late actor Corey Haim were victims. Feldman, 48, who has teased potentially incriminating information for decades, says he plans to finally name the abusers of his Lost Boys co-stars um, in the doc, tentatively titled The Tr- uh, Truth, The Rape of Two Corys. The Goonies and Stand By Me actor are also criticized in the industry for impeding his film's productions by sending lawyers to block access to police reports and footage. Nobody wants to go after the bad guys, he said. The eccentric star also took aim at Me Too decrying the film industry for giving momentum to that movement while ignoring his own explosive accusations for so long. They go to the SAG Awards and they get all dressed in black and and they honor Patricia Arquette, but why was I not invited, he asked. Haim, who died in 2010 at age 38, was raped by a major Hollywood figure during the filming of the 1986 movie uh, Lucas. 
according to Feldman. Feldman claims the pair, then two of the world's most popular teen icons, were assaulted at the height of their careers. But by the time they were 19, the close friends and close stars were addicts whose careers were all but finished. It's been insinuated that the abuse contributed to their addiction, of course. In the past, former child star Allison Ingram, a Little House on the Prairie, claimed that everyone knew that Feldman and Hayne were passed around, given drugs, and used for sex. Feldman went into detail about his alleged abuse in his 2013 book, Choreography, uh, using the synonym Ron Crimson for his predator. Then in 2017, Feldman revealed on Dr. Oz that his former assistant, John Grissom, who had a small role in License to Drive and Dream a Little Dream, had molested him. Dr. Oz later posted a video claiming his legal team uncovered that Grissom had an extensive criminal record and even went to jail for child molestation. And this documentary has gotten endorsed by Rose McGowan and also uh, Rosanna Arquette. Um, and this is, <laughs> they said it was going to go to air once. There is an encore presentation, but I'm sure he's scared as hell because as we talked about before, um, was it, um, uh, Samuel Cappy, um, came out and said that I'm not, I'm not saying this is truth. I'm not saying it isn't, but he said that both, um, uh, Tom Hanks and, um, uh, Steven Spielberg were both child molesters and pedophiles. And um, it was interesting that after he came out with sort of these truth bombs, you know, left and right, he was also posting videos later on that he was getting threats and that his in his last video he said, listen, I am not suicidal, you know, don't believe it. And sure enough, they posted something like, oh, he threw himself off a bridge. And at the same time, Tom Hanks on his... Instagram posted a dead chicken on Route 66 and said, hopefully no more chickens have to die the same day. Very cryptic, very weird. I'm not saying that there's truth and I'm not saying that there's lies. I'm just saying this is weird. Um, so I just assume that everybody in Hollywood is a dirt bag and it just makes it easier. I'm wondering if it's going to be any big Hollywood names in there that like... We, oh. Where we'd be like, whoa. I heard Charlie Sheen. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep, I heard Charlie Sheen. I wonder how Charlie Sheen's AIDS are going. Like, since he's been on treatment. Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard much about him in a while. Him and his tiger blood. Oh, my God. <laughs> him, I can believe. <clears throat> that didn't, like, throw me for a loop. He's... I think he's lost a little bit of his marbles, so, you know. I don't even think he had him. <laughs> I think he was faking it the whole time. But I didn't. I knew he was, like, with multiple women, and he had those couple women that he's, like, his girlfriends, and he's trying to be, like, a Hugh Hefner, but I didn't realize he was a pedophile with underage people. Well, you know, it was like Samuel Cappy was saying in some of his videos, He's like, I feel bad for the younger ones because they they grow up in this shit. They grow up in these satanic cults, and they are programmed to believe that this is normal. And he named Seth Green as one of the people that, um, and he even said, he commented, he goes, you know, for satanic pedophiles, I had some really good times with those guys. They just don't know any better, and I feel bad because they're brainwashed. Um, now, again, I'm not saying that that's truth or not, but I'm just saying that was what was said. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it really doesn't shock me at all because when this first broke about Harvey Weinstein, when Rose McGowan started, you know, ringing all her bells, um, what's his name from uh, Lord of the Rings? Golly, I always forget his name. Um, Main character? Yeah. Um, Elijah. Yeah, Elijah Wood. He was the first to come forward and said, uh, yeah, this is like no no big secret. He's like, but people who are participating in this stuff, I'll just say this, have their own best interests at heart. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that there's a bunch of secrets in Hollywood. Uh, everybody pretty much knows each other, the big names. So, you know, the Me Too... Although that was a little shocking because of how many people were involved and how many people had quept, kept quiet over the years that it took up till now. Mm-hmm. That's a, that was a little shocking, but um, strength in numbers. So once so many people start coming forward that are credible people, that people would be like, okay, I kind of believe this person because she seems like someone who's got a straight head on. Yeah, you got to break the public in slowly, as my brother likes to say. Right. Um, the problem is that some people like Corey Feldman maybe since they're like oh he kind of some people are probably going to look at Corey like well he you know had had this or this and he's an old drug addict Who right believe so, him? yeah old Corey yeah that's how it probably was for years until Rose McGowan stood up and said something you know and I mean I hate to keep ragging on Tom Hanks but go look at his Instagram people go look at it it's the weirdest shit because almost every day or every post is an article of child's clothing that he randomly found in the park. What the hell? And people are like, well, what is your, uh, what is your obsession with this? And people are calling him out and saying, you are a fucking pedophile. And it's, just, it's very unnerving. And of course, nobody wants to believe that the most wholesome guy in Hollywood could be like that. But who was squirming the most during Rich, Ricky Gervais's, you know, talk when he was calling out, you know, Epstein's buddies? It was him. I'm surprised he hasn't even come up for air yet. You know what I mean? I don't know. I did, Like I said, I just assume everybody in Hollywood is a dirtbag and it just makes it a lot easier. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we're not saying that these people are, but we've got some suspicions going on. Right. I mean, it, it, it's all going to come out eventually, whether we're right or wrong. The truth usually comes out it at does. some point. What is it? Numbers uh, 3223? Or 2332. And, uh... The truth will find you out. It's the year of 2020. It's the year of seeing clearly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. As we've seen in, uh, the industry I work in. I'm not going to go more into that, but... The truth always comes out. <laughs> you know, people will only keep their silence for so long. And who knows how many other people are keeping their silence. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, it's just, it's it's there, it's always below the surface, and it's always waiting for to be bubbled up. Mm-hmm. So, once you get a good formation of people to break that, the ice, then oh. it's going to happen. Wait a minute. So, I guess there was a documentary before, um, in 2014, that did not get the hype that it deserved. An Open Secret it is an American film documentary directed by Amy Berg exposing child sex abuse in the film industry in California. The film features interviews with victimized performers who were targeted when they were young boys as well as figures, the predators themselves, and journalists. Remember how I said something like to the effect of the um, CEO of Disney suddenly sat down out of nowhere as they're busting people left and right? Um... 
you know, I mean, take a good look at the Disney children versus the Nickelodeon children and how they turn out. And it is just vastly different. I mean, it, it's like night and day. You know, they, they turn to drugs and they're overly sexual. And it's just, they just, they don't even know how to act. You know, and what do we say? What's his name? Um, from uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, Frankie. Yeah. Eunice. Frankie, he can't even remember recording the show. And before they blacklisted uh, Roseanne Barr, or after after she was blacklisted, she came out and said, she goes, yeah, MK Ultra is a huge thing in Hollywood. Huge. There's a lot of brainwashing going on. And so it would not surprise me at all if he was the victim of that. Hmm. I mean, just unreal. You know, like, oh, you know, he, he had his, uh, a mini stroke and, you know, he doesn't remember. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm just saying, this is what the show talks about. We talk about weird shit. So if you don't like it, tune out, I guess. You know? Nobody's, nobody's listened to us anyway, really. Maybe 20 people. Maybe. And James Fernandez. Um, I am... Uh, this is probably the only show that I'm like antsy waiting for the show to be over so we could watch this video. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> because... Uh, I'm really curious what's going to happen. Either it's going to be really dumb, like, what was that? Or it's going to be like, oh, my God, did you? can you believe that? I want some fucking truth bombs if I'm spending 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm broke. <laughs> I want to see it that bad. I want all these people to be busted. I just really do. I just want the truth to come to light. I want all these kids saved, and I want these. Because, you know... There's rumors that they're getting these children, not just from the acting industry, but from um, orphanages um, where they've got, uh, you know, um, they're filing in, like, illegal immigrants. And they just figure, well, their lives aren't worth, you know, what a legal person's is, so we might as well molest them and get rid of them. You know, that's, I mean, that's the mindset of these animals. They're just fucking animals, you know? Uh, Sometimes I wonder, like we were talking about before, where all the missing people go. mm -hmm. So many missing people that have been unsolved cases. Yep, dogs can't even track down a scent, nothing. What is going on? Hmm. Yeah, it's it's unreal. I need to see that... um, uh, what an open truth. I want to see that documentary. Yeah. I wonder if it's just going to be him or it's going to be other people speaking to back him up. I hope so. Like, I hope it's other people. If you don't believe me, here's so and so, you know, to further prove. Right. But I wonder if anyone is going to be brave enough to come forward. Right. I would hope so. I want to play the trailer right now. Because the trailer wouldn't play earlier. That was freaking me out. That's weird. Um, Trailer. Here it is. Sound up. Oh, here we go. Hang on. Hang on, Corey. Don't start talking yet. 
Yeah, so apparently they actually played the 911 call. Because, of course, it's recorded uh, when he called in after he got raped. Uh, let's see how we can get this. So, yeah, again, that is mytruthdoc.com. Here we go. We talked about the 911 call and, and your interpretation of that 911 call, okay? I want to play it. You can hit play on this, okay? If you've heard the whole thing or what, you just hit play whenever you're ready. So this is after a lifetime of abuse and a lifetime of silence. He's about to listen to the 911 call. And a lifetime of living in fear. Their truth is finally being told. I think that's... Of course, Corey Feldman's crying. Because he just listened to that 911 call that he made. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, it's not really playing much audio. It's my truth, the rape of two quarries. What is it showing right now? Uh, it's just saying pay-per-view tickets, mytruth.com. Mytruth.com. Um... Yeah. So, geez Louise. So you just have to log in at 11? Yeah. So if you go to, yeah, you go ahead and make your own account and then you just log in with it and they send you the email confirmation. Um, and why didn't anyone listen to uh, his warnings before about pedophilia in Hollywood? Well, you know, um, of course, I think it was his history of drug addiction and just being generally weird. You know, no one was going to believe him. But, of course, you were going to believe women, you know, especially someone like Rose McGowan, who's respected in the industry. So uh, according to the Daily Beast, former child star Corey Feldman is crowdsourcing $10 million for a film that promises to out a network of Hollywood pedophiles. So it's not just who raped uh, him and... Um, uh, Haim, a sick ring of 46-year-old insists, uh, a sick ring that the 46-year-old insists thousands of industry insiders were well aware of in the wake of the Harvey Weinstein's revelations. There's been a push to bring what the Daily Beast's Ira Madison called Hollywood's other open secret to light, and Feldman is leading the charge. Earlier this week, the Goonies and Stand By Me star published a series of tweets alluding to pedophilia allegations he has made in the past, writing names of my abuser or anyone else's abusers, so please stop. Uh, oh, for the record, I will not be going on a talk show to disclose the names of my abusers or anyone else's abusers, so please stop asking me to do so. The practice of sensationalizing this topic with no plan of action or protection for my family would prove fruitless. I have been through enough already over this. My career was shut down. I have been mocked and shamed for doing what I have done to this point. I would love uh, for others to come forward as there are many other witnesses to the crimes I have addressed. Still not one of my peers has offered up anything in a decade um, that said, I am working 
That said, I am working on a plan that may be a way forward to shed some light on the situation if I can figure out a way to actually get some justice. Feldman detailed his pl- this plan uh, in a Wednesday YouTube video. In the seven-minute plea to pr- potential donors, the, actress fam- the actor frames his project as a plan that I believe can literally change the entertainment system as we know it. I believe that it can also bring down potentially a pedophile ring that I've been aware of since I was a child. Right off the bat, I can name six names, one of who is still powerful today and a story that links all the way up to a studio. It connects pedophilia to one of the major studios. I propose to do this by making a film that will be the most honest and true depiction of child abuse ever portrayed by telling you my own story in a very real real way, Feldman explained. I will make the film, direct it, produce it, and I will self-distribute it to guarantee that it gets a theatrical release with your donations. Okay, so that's what our money is going towards. Oh. Additionally, it helped me buy the security and the legal team that I need to help my family until the project is released, which is the number one concern. Once it's done, I believe we can revolutionize the film industry in such a way that we can root out the evil and make it safe for our kids again. Throughout the video, Feldman references the backlash that he's experienced from speaking out, the fear, the shame, and the silence. For years, Feldman, without the cash... Um, cachet of major stars has made futile attempts to expose Hollywood's abusers from the fringes. These damning allegations have been in turn uh, ignored and actively silenced. On a 2011 episode of Nightline, Feldman insisted that the number one problem in Hollywood was and is and will always be pedophilia, concluding that the biggest problem for children in this industry, it's the big secret. That shocking interview came a year after Feldman's close friend and fellow child actor Corey Haim died of pneumonia at age 38. In his 2013 memoir, Choreography, Feldman divulged that an 11-year-old Haim was sexually assaulted on a movie set, uh, Feldman wrote. Haim started to confide in me about some intensely personal stuff very quickly. Within hours of our first meeting, we found ourselves talking about Lucas, the film he had made in the summer of 1985, the role I had wanted for myself. At some point during the filming, he explained an adult male convinced him that it was perfectly normal for older men and younger boys in the business to have sexual relations, that it was what the guys do. So they walked off to a secluded area between the two trailers during a lunch break for the cast and crew, and Haim, innocent and ambitious as he was, allowed himself to be sodomized. During his Nightline interview, Feldman said that there's one person to blame in the death of Corey Haim, and that person happens to be a Hollywood mogul, and that person needs to be exposed, but unfortunately, I can't be the one to do it, explaining that he believed Haim's subsequent struggle with addiction could be traced back to childhood abuse. Feldman elaborated on his... Uh, is a uh, excuse me. Um, he elaborated on his uh, uh, claiming Hames abuser uh, in his memoir, disclosing you can't go around publicly acclu- accusing tight industry titans without expecting to find yourself in the middle of a nasty lawsuit. To say nothing of the potential threat to my career, as well as the personal safety of myself and my son. You know what? Forget. Like being sued, you need to worry about being killed because I feel like if someone, whoever he names to come up against them in court makes that brings even more attention to it, it makes more noise about it. They're just going to strip kill you. In a Hollywood Reporter interview last year, Feldman noted, with me, there were some molestations and it did come from several hands, so to speak. But with Corey, his was direct rape, whereas mine was not actual rape. 
Feldman hasn't been vocal with the media about sexual abuse he has suffered as a child. According to a 1993 clip that was obtained by Radar Online, a 22-year-old Feldman told um, Santa Barbara sheriffs that he was molested and even named his abusers. The recording occurred when Feldman was questioned by police about his close relationship with Michael Jackson. In the interview, the actor insisted that Jackson did not act inappropriately towards him, offering that I myself was molested and naming names. When a Twitter user asked him in 2013 why he didn't report his abusers, Feldman responded all the names were given to the police before statute had run out, uh, but they did nothing. Hmm, I wonder, you know, if that is true, then um, in those cases, if they have a lot of money, maybe they pay off people. Oh, yeah. Oh, this I mean, is that, a, that happens a lot. This is a huge ring, and they're probably in with the mafia and everything. And I've heard some situations where people are connected with judges and all that. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's kind of scary. If you're connected with police officers and judges and stuff, you know, the, the innocent people who are having things done to them, like, how do you even get help? Right. That's why I'm worried about his family more than anything else. And I know, and, you know, I, I get why he charged for it. You know, he wants it to come to theaters. He also wants to, you know, it's not like he's gotten any recent work. So he's writing off royalties from old shit. Last time I uh, I saw him was when he did his music, tried to start up his mu- music career again. Mm. But it, it's kind of like a little wacky. I saw him perform and I'm like, that was a little weird. Um, Nothing against him, but. Yeah, I'm sure he's not making the money like he was before. Mm-mm-mm. We have 30 minutes to the worldwide premiere. I really hope good comes of this. I really, really do. And I hope nothing blocks us from watching this. <laughs> you know, that would be that would be crappy that we we're all like hyped up about it. And then the plug has been pulled. <laughs> I heard shit about John Travolta, too. Oh, yeah, I heard stuff about him, too. Well, first of all, I heard stuff that he was gay. Oh, yeah, I heard that, too. I don't... um, And that's neither here nor there, but... Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter if he's gay or not, but... um, But that he was doing stuff behind his wife's back to try to make sure that no one in Hollywood knew. Oh, like a Rock Hudson kind of thing? Like, seeing people and whatnot and doing all stuff, like... That, that's that's the why the story was like floating around. If because you're gonna be gay, just be gay, man. That's the like, thing. It's, o- it's okay, right? It's all right. It's like twenty twenty. Shit. I mean, it's it was it was cool back in the early two thousands. Good lord. Well, uh, I mean, I don't know. Well, even the time that he was coming up, like in the seventies, like being gay was a thing. Like, yeah, I don't think it prevented you from getting work in Hollywood, right? Hmm. You know, maybe in the 50s, sure. <laughs> 60s even, yeah. But I don't know about the 70s. Um, that was a time of uh, mass sexual revolution, especially for gay people. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, I, I just keep counting down this premiere. <laughs> so if you have anything... 29 women! <laughs> right, if you have anything to say about... Um, or if you endorse or do not endorse uh, the Corey Feldman um, My Truth documentary, Studio 4 tonight, 248-838-3661. Again, that's 
3661. Um, I'm, I'm wondering who this big mogul is that he keeps talking about, the big one. If he says Tom Hanks, I'm going to shit. I know, right? I, I wonder if it's like a big movie producer, though. Uh, is, is Tom Hanks produces uh, movies or no? I know that I know of. Very itchy. Um, you know how hard it was for me to watch Toy Story four recently. <laughs> and just pretend I'm not trying to laugh, him. but it is yeah. funny because of all his Instagram. Posts. And his name is Woody. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Jeez. I mean, Casey. Casey, I didn't know about this till Casey told me and was talking about it on the watch list uh, a few episodes back. And then she showed me his Instagram, and there are quite a few like. What is that? Why would you even post that? Right. It's very eyebrow raising. It's like random kid shoes, just like weirdly placed. A Mickey Mouse hat. Just like glove. really vague statuses. Mm-mm. And then after people start calling you out, wouldn't you just stop it? It's like, okay, well, I, I was <laughs> not trying to get at that. And I don't want people to think that. I'm not going to put those up anymore. I think he's got such a big ego. He just doesn't care. He thinks he's invincible. You think he's trying to poke the bear? I think so. Yeah, I do. I really do. Because people are even commenting on there like, you killed Cappy, you son of a bitch. It's unreal. It's unreal. But this, I really hope this child pedophilia, pedophilia ring bursts. I want everybody to go to jail. You go to jail. You go to jail. You get to go to jail. Oprah be like out there, handing yep. out death sentences. Right. <sighs> you get to go to butt rape island. The thing is, like, where's everybody's mom or dad? You know? Like, where are these people? Are they supposed to be on set? Well, there's that. They and just drop them off, like, have yeah, a good day I at work. some parents just don't care. No, well, just, look at Leah. I mean, oh, where I were her parents? Trusted R. Kelly. That's that's another thing too. Is just that in uh, you watch that NSYNC documentary, um, and it's like, well, your parents. I mean, you guys, your parents didn't even look over the contracts. You didn't have no. They just didn't care. They were like, oh, start them here. Yeah, right. sign it, sign it, yeah. sign it. Make us famous. You know, it, it's amazing how selfish people can be. You know, and how they just whore out their kids. They don't give a shit. Yeah, like well, I mean. Making a lot of money, I got trusted. Not going dead, right? And then here, no, you You know, if a kid is put in a situation where they feel threatened or they feel like scared, a lot of times they're not going to talk to their parents, especially if they feel like they can't talk to their parents. Right, right. That's the other problem is that a lot of times, and I'm not trying to say anything bad about parents, um, but like. Sometimes in those situations, if you're leaving your kids in strangers' hands and, like, I'll be back in eight hours after your whatever shift that you're working your job when you're a little kid. And, and you know, then um, I really think in most of those situations, they probably feel like they're not connected with you enough to be able to talk to you. Right. Right. And also, you know – when you're innocent like that, you don't know any better. So I remember being in a youth group when I was a kid. And it wasn't until years later that I looked back and I was like, oh, my God, that was molestation. 
there was a, a youth pastor that was leading the group and they took us out to like see Christmas lights and all this shit. And if the girls talked out of turn, they got a kiss in the mouth. And if the boys talked out of turn, they get a lick on the face. That's so fucked up. Yeah. And it wasn't until middle school. I must have been in second grade. That's weird. Yeah. And then I remember in sixth grade, there was a woman in the parking lot screaming her ass off about how this pastor um, had touched her child. Just screaming. And when I found out who it was, I was like, oh, my God. Now I know that that's wrong because I, like, suppressed that to the back of my subconscious. Was that the same person who was doing the kissing and the... Yeah. Same person. Fucked up. Um, Yeah, you trust these authority figures. You always think that people who are in a power position are to be trusted. That's who you're supposed to run to to tell the bad things to, not who are doing the bad things. Right. And you're really impressionable. And if you don't have that parent there that's like, look, this person is good with us, but if they do this, this, or this, you need to tell us because that's not right. You know, setting like the ground rules for how life should be and um, stranger danger and even non-stranger danger and just letting your kids know that you can tell us anything, even things that – Right. Because there's a lot of kids who don't have those lectures and then they – the parents are like, okay, stop making up stuff. Right, right. You just just want attention all the time. Right, Right. Or then when they go to say something, the, the parent gets angry, not at them, but that's what they think. They'll like overreact and go, what? You know, and then it makes the child think that they did something wrong by saying right. that. And they'll try to cover it up like it didn't happen. Right. But it did. Yeah. Hmm. Sad. And yeah, that's so crazy that that was going on when you were younger. And that that was like. I'll kiss you or lick you for punishment. Like what? Needless to say, I never talked out of turn. <laughs> You're like, I knew that was bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't want to be kissed or licked. No, oh, thank geez. you. Hmm. Crazy. I. I mean, I've seen and heard some weird shit in my life, but that's odd. How do How do you think you get away with that for that long? You know, I'm sure somebody in my I, I, you know what, like, so Casey knows because Casey's my cousin and, um, you know, Casey was very religious and she's still religious, but maybe not as religious as she was when she was a little kid. But, uh, we, she would take me to her church or, or take me to, um, church camp and such. And then a few blocks down from me, I had a friend who, uh, also would take me to their church and we'd go to like vacation Bible school and whatever. Um, and there was an incident with, um, another friend, like, where she kept saying that, because I'm not going to put anyone on blast, so I'm not going to say this person's name, um, because they still never even told me what happened fully, but pretty much said that someone from the church had sex with them and they didn't ever want to tell me who it was. And they were very young. Oh my God. And I would like... We were super, super close. We told everything to each other. So I knew it had to be bad if this person didn't want to say what, you know, who it was. And I pretty much got that it was in a power position at the church. That's the way that they made it seem. Right. Oh, yeah. It's all politics. All so, of it. All of it. You know, 
I think she still keeps that buried with her to this day. Which is sad because hopefully he's not, you know, there at that church anymore. But the thing is that if you don't speak up, other people are going to be put in that position. It's scary, but you got to like, we got to start telling our girls and our guys to be strong and, and to, you know, face our fears because we want to help prevent other people from suffering like we are. Right. Right. It goes both ways. Absolutely. And I did hear something about this, that um, Rick and Morty character deletes Twitter account after disturbing parody video uh, surfaces. So there's been some rumors surrounding um, Dan Harmon um, being... uh, Hollywood stars caught making indefensible pedophile statements. Dan Harbin, the creator of NBC sitcom Community and co-creator of the animated series Rick and Morty, is the latest Hollywood figure to be mired in the controversy over alleged jokes centering on pedophilia and rape. In a comedy pilot screened back in 2009, Harmon, also an actor, plays the role of a child molester named Daryl. The five-minute video posted on Channel 101 was intended to be a parody of sorts, with the site describing the project as groundbreaking new show of the darker side of therapy. What seems to be troubling you? A man playing the role of the therapist asks Harmon in the video. Can I trust you? Harmon responds in character as Dale. Of course you can trust me. I'm your therapist, the other actor replies. Harmon then remarks, I rate babies. The 45-year-old producer appears to be somewhat aware he could be crossing the line, offering up a short disclaimer at the beginning of the video. You're about to watch my controversial new pilot, Daryl, uh, he says. Now, I have to warn you, I originally made it with Showtime for their audience because it's a little groundbreaking for normal people to handle, but maybe you'll surprise me. Good luck. Other scenes throughout the show are similarly disturbing. At one point, Harmon rubs his private parts on a plastic doll baby. Uh, in the wake of the video resurfacing online, Harmon reportedly deleted his official Twitter account as recorded in uh, his in a saved archive of his archive of his account, the creator had about six hundred nineteen thousand followers as of January. A representative of Harmon did not immediately respond for uh, to request for comment. Harmon, the latest uh, is the latest in a series of recent uh, in- incidents involving high profile figures caught up in controversy over jokes on pedophilia. Director James Gunn was fired by Disney on July twentieth for making a series of inappropriate Twitter posts. Uh, was dug up and uh, and reported on by a number of media outlets. Gunn, who created Guardians of the Galaxy movies and produced uh, Avengers Video War, attempted to defend tweets he posted that made light of pedophilia, child abuse, and rape. Oh, my God. Um, I was going to say, too, that we had talked about in a past episode, we're big fans of Ren and Stippy. Well, the original, cre- uh, original creator of Ren and Stippy, John Crickfell Lucy, I'm gonna I'm saying I'm gonna say that wrong, but um has been known to uh have relations with underage women. Oh my god. Um some of that doesn't surprise me that much because he's that's a very sick and twisted show. Yeah, there was like a big article um and one or two of the women that he had relationships with came forward later on now you know, not too long ago about their relationship and how they didn't realize how inappropriate it was. But he was pretty much using his power position um, with the Ren and Simpy show and people who write in as fan girls, like young 
teenage oh fangirls who were like, I want to aspire to be um, an illustrator or whatever it may be when uh, I get older. And then he would persuade the parents to trust him because he was this, you know, kind of famous guy who created this show that a lot of people loved and um, said, I'm going to take them in and I'm going to pretty much mentor them. And then oh, pretty yeah, much the mentorship role. Right. And then turned into a sexual role. I want you to look at this advertisement in the midst of this article. This is a, a banner advertisement, mind you. So it's got like a really young looking girl that's has some makeup on her to make her look a little older, but you can tell she's probably underage. And then it says child models wanted. What the hell? Why would that pop up when I'm like... <laughs> it's like, we oh know what you're God. looking for. <laughs> right now, your Google search. Jeez, oh my OP. God. Damn. Calm down, internet. Um, Good Lord. The Ren and Sippy one was like a big heartbreak one for me because... Oh, sure. Uh, that's something that Casey and I grew up with. We're probably around the same age as those women that now came forward as his original girlfriends. Like right, uh, well, like I love Forrest Gump. Now you know how hard it is for me to watch that. Yeah, um, unreal. So people commented that were a part of his studio and were like, "Well, I did see him with these underage women, and I kind of thought it was inappropriate, but I didn't question it too much because at the time he was more like their boss or whatever, right?" And he didn't. They didn't see anything flat out sexual happening in front of them, you know. What? I went to log in to the My Truth and it said access forbidden. What if you close out the browser or something? Probably. Didn't it do that before? Let me see if I can pull it up on mine. Um. But yeah, same thing. Like another power position. Parents trusted him. Thought my child is going to learn so much. Can't leave your kids with anybody nowadays. No, no, not at all. And that's part of the reason I'm not a parent right now, because I feel like it would just be smothering. I'd be like, where are you going? I'll be waiting out that parking lot. Oh, I know. I'm going right? to put a, I'm going to, if I can't be in there, I'm going to put a, um, a little uh, camera on there. <laughs> you know? Seriously. Uh, How come I can't log into this? Oh, this is going to piss me off. I wonder how many people are going to tune into this thing. If we even can. I mean, yeah. Let me see if I can. forbidden. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see if I can get it on my. It's coming up on my uh, phone. Weird. Okay. uh... Now it's saying access forbidden when I go to log in. Yeah, that's what it's doing for me. I wonder if you're getting crashed because all these people. Probably. I'm going to close this out. Oh, my God. If I can't watch this, I'm going to be so pissed. I already gave you my money. Yeah. Can't, uh, X is forbidden. Hmm. Let me go to Twitter. What's going on on Twitter? Right. I'm sure people are commenting like, X is forbidden. Or maybe you can't log in until it's time. That doesn't make any sense either. 
Let's see. Let's see. 30 Man, there's so many times. Like 8 p.m. PDT. It says, it says access forbidden. Mine too. I swear, if this goes wrong, we don't get to see it. And we page. It's gonna be real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was logged in, refreshed, took the main, but no login. What gives? Oh my god. He's like, oh, you could just watch it tomorrow. Sounds. They're all getting <laughs> access forbidden. Access forbidden. I'm gonna be so mad if I can't watch it. Anybody getting this while logging in? Uh, I'm getting this access forbidden. That's what I'm getting. Please help. Should I be worried or is this going to be fixed in 20 minutes? Having trouble logging in. Access forbidden. Access forbidden. It, oh, can we only log in 11? I have a purchase confirmation receipt, but it's still... Oh, yeah, people are like, access denied. Oh, hell no. Mm. What? Oh, my I was afraid God. about this, like, crashing and stuff. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Because how much can it hold? Right. I mean, even the Disney app or whatever had crashing in the beginning with too many people logging in at once. Right. I don't see him responding. He just, like 14 minutes ago, he posted 30 minutes left. Oh, my God. This is unreal. Uh... Well, guys, it's <laughs> mm, gonna be interesting. Uh, I mean, everyone else before this could, right? Right. In the other time zones, could log in, I guess. Yeah, I don't see Corey Feldman responding to any of this. He's probably like, oh, shit. Oh, I know. He's, he's probably on a plane to like, LaGuardia by now. Or like, probably, you know, like Chile or something. He's probably like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to give all these people their money back. Oh, I know, right? Two. jeez. Oh, Somebody said, is anyone really surprised that the website crashed? Hmm. think we all got played. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think he did that. I think that this is... How frustrating. Outside interference. Ten more minutes. <laughs> Yo, you better have this shit fixed in ten minutes. That, <sighs> there could be outside interference, too. Access forbidden. Look at that. Look at that. You know how many people are going to be pissed. Oh, I know, and they're gonna blame Corey Feldman, and then it's gonna turn. He's gonna be like, "Well, I was crying. airing it. He's you didn't get it, wolf, right?" They're Most gonna turn it on him. him. Oh my gosh, so weird, so weird. I really hope this <laughs> works. It's gonna be so disappointing if it doesn't. Don't miss it. <laughs> Even to, even to buy tickets still, it says access forbidden. Oh, my God. So I just went to Heather Dawn May, her Twitter, because they said, if you have any problems, message her. And um, I 
Hmm. Yeah, everybody's getting the forbidden, forbidden access. That's unreal, unreal. Um, and I keep refreshing it. <laughs> Just wait we, for like this is going to be very interesting in the next watch list. We're definitely going to be talking about this, especially if I can't get this like, working, and then he'll. He might, he'll probably, if he can't, if we can't get it working, he'll probably be like, they tried to shut me down, man. Right, right. Even if they didn't, just to save his butt. Right. Well, it says, please, please be patient. The program will begin at 8 p.m. So maybe you have to wait for it to start. Uh, 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Mm. Oh, my. We're all much of our seats. Mm-hmm. Well, if uh, if anyone's listening and you guys are tuning into uh, the Corey Feldman show <laughs> tonight, um, I have a link to it posted on our watch list, the watch list Facebook page. Um, you can comment under there if you watch it, what, what your th- thoughts are. If you're able, even able to watch it, <laughs> we'll see. Um, hopefully. But we got uh, seven more minutes here. I'm just sitting here watching Twitter freak out right now. <laughs> right. Mm. Life is so much more interesting with social media as much as I bitch about it. You get to see worldwide panic at your, <laughs> your fingertips. <laughs> People just freaking the hell out. 520 comments is up to uh, under uh, Corey Feldman's 30 minutes left in his uh, on his tweet. So many people saying access forbidden, access forbidden. Oh, Corey. I pull through, Corey. Pull through. Right. I don't, I honestly don't think it's him. Are the people involved that Corey is outing trying to stop this? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I am definitely thinking that. Um, also, well, like you said, you know, so many people are trying to watch it too. Oh, boy. What did he say? What is this, your free contest winner? Contest? Like, if you look under here on this screenshot that this lady posted on Twitter, it shows, like, please be patient. The program will begin at 8 p.m. PDT. Um, and then under it says, like, it says, my truth, the Rape of Two Corys program guide. And then 7, 7.30 p.m. PDT movie trailer. 8 p.m. PDT, PDT your free contest winner. 8.05 PDT, my truth. What do you want? A t-shirt? The rape of two quarries? I don't want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, like what are you winning? Here you go. I'm gonna fly you out. Oh my god. Spend a day with <laughs> like, I don't want to get shot. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no, thank you. He's probably packing up and heading to the airport He's right like, now. You win a free plane ticket with me to get the hell out of this country. Yeah, no kidding. Oh Next is our video. Can we escape the coronavirus? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna refresh it again. Oh my god! Sorry, you guys have to listen to this. Access forbidden. Oh <laughs> I'm still god. thinking about the contest winner. I know. What do you get? It's a mug. <laughs> it's a farting gift. Rainbow two quarries under your coffee mug. Like what? It's a real conversation starter at the office. Oh my! My god. boss thought it was inappropriate. I don't get it. 
People are commenting like crazy access ribbon. Oh my god. You got four more minutes to this is my sweat. Oh my god. Maybe uh, somebody's saying, can we only log in on 11? Um, mine says X is denied. Oh, hell no. Same. Uh, yeah. We are not allowed to see it. I knew something like this would happen. Says Zach Q on Twitter. Thank Corey. I, I had something. a feeling too. I'm like, dude, they're going to try to block this. Damn it. They take all the good things away you, from us. Tom Hanks. Fuck you. Oh my god. Well, guys, we're going to end this. I think we're going to end this. But um No, you're on the edge of your seat like I like got to get in. You know what? I want to wait. Like, I want to wait cuz we have 3 minutes. Okay, I ha- I have to use the restroom. All right, go ahead and use the restroom. Um Holly's saying bye for now. Um but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait on the show until it hits 11 p.m. to see if we can log in. And you're all going to listen to it. You're all going to listen to me freak out if we can't. Because I had a feeling something like this would happen. I really did. You know, I mean, you don't create hype about something that's going to out a bunch of powerful people in Hollywood. And expect to get away with it. Uh, Okay, so uh, Heather Dawn May is working on it. Um, She's calling into the company. Um. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna try to make sure it's fixed. Um, four minutes away, and the server has crashed. Yep. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have two minutes. Two minutes, ladies and gentlemen. And I keep refreshing, and I cannot log in to watch it. Oh, <gasps> wait a minute. Oh no, access forbid. Sorry. So, anyways, again, that is mytruthdoc.com. I wouldn't buy a ticket now, <laughs> knowing what I know now. Oh, my gosh. Uh, poor Corey Feldman. He's going to owe a lot of people some money if he doesn't get this fixed in a minute and a half. Good Lord. I can only imagine what's going on. And who is Heather Dawn May anyway? Okay. She must be the proprietor of the site. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. All right. We have one minute, people. One minute. I'll let you know if it's going to let us watch it. Uh, just, uh... Oh, so Corey Feldman said two hours ago that he's hidden away in a secret location, so we won't see you all till after the film. But don't forget, as soon as the live stream ends, we will be doing a Twitter live from the premiere site with a live panel at 940. Um, of course, that specific time. Um, and he tweeted that two hours ago that he's in a secret location. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't know. We have one more minute. One more minute. Oh, boy. <clears throat> this is going to be interesting. Now it's 11 o'clock. 
All right, guys. I still can't log in. We will let you know what happens. Obviously, you all find out on you know in media platforms what happened. But it's time. He said fifty four seconds ago. Okay. Fifty eight seconds. Ago. Well, it's uh, it's not letting me do it. So, uh, look at that. Log in. It's access forbidden. Everyone say not working, not working. Access forbidden. Can't log in, man. All right. Well, if <laughs> it appears evil has prevailed again. So, anyways, uh, until next time, I'm Keith Pierce. I'm Holly. Poor Corey. <laughs> <laughs>